Thank you for rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Thank you for tuning in every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. You can find us on Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. You can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback. Oh, and, and, and I hate to say it, but we do have a sheep mentality. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But... What do you what what were your what are your thoughts on the George Floyd comments being hit with fentanyl saying that his 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 knee was not, we watched this I I really did and, and the emotions that came mm-hmm. out of watching George Floyd die in front of all of us I mean a public lynching if you will mm-hmm. I what think were your thoughts I think what's happening in this country in general um, what's being brought to light because again what Kanye's doing is. I'm not saying he's right or wrong, but what he's doing is bringing things to light that are already happening in our community. We just weren't upset enough to discuss them. And it's even showing how more we're at a war on black men, because once a black man starts saying these things, that's when people get upset. Right. And there's been many people saying these things before in history. Again, we got social media. We can pull up the receipts. He ain't the first one saying anything that he said. Now, not one thing he said, because okay. he got it from somewhere. You get Absolutely. what I'm saying? So, so it's not original thought. It's not at all. But what what he's doing and how he's going about it is not a way I would go about it. You know what I mean? What, what it looks Ooh. like to me outside looking in is is he's hurt, obviously. He doesn't say he's not hurt. He pretty much tells people he's hurting, but he's trying to force people to heal. And he's learning things at an accelerated rate. He's, he's a billionaire. So he's learning things quicker than the normal person. So he's changing aspects of his life. And he's like, oh, man, if... If such and such knew this, then they would change. If this person really knew they was a slave, they wouldn't want to be a slave no more. You get what I'm saying? He's going to it at the extreme. He's trying to force people to change and see his point of view. But what he's saying isn't wrong. I mean, and what you're saying about the shirt with the white lives matter. I mean, how is that not already happening? People are wearing Balenciaga, Gucci. How is that not the same statement of saying (laughs) white lives matter? When you're paying $1,000 for a t-shirt to some white company who you've never met these people, you never will, and you got a local clothing line that's $20, and you want a discount from them, and you won't spend with them, and you won't shop with them, you're saying white lives matter without saying it. So what's different from him actually coming out, having the balls to live in his truth and say, yo, this is what it is. We've already been doing this. So why would I not profit off white people now? You know how much money they've made off of our designs and ideas and Black Lives Matter, how much money they made off of us? You get what I'm saying? So what's what's the difference? Because, I mean, if I can provide some pushback, it doesn't taste well. You know what I'm saying? Just like uh, as far as we have, you know, molesters in our family. Right. We have people who are selling sex in our family or, or scheming. But you don't put that on the family table. You know what I'm saying? But it you can't have it, it two ways well. either. You can't you can't say no snitching and then you snitching on people. You can't say, oh, people shouldn't be touching little kids, but then you know people that do that and, you're, and you don't do anything about it. Right, right. You're the problem. That's what I'm saying. That's the point he's making. People want to fight and revolutionize and change the world, but you're not changing the world of the parts that's oppressing you. You, your landlord's white. Your boss is white. <laughs> you want to be white low-key. You want to live in white neighborhoods. You want to eat and do what white people do. How are you not saying that with your life what he put on a t-shirt? So why is it now wrong that he's saying it with words when people say it with their actions every day? Right, right, right. You get what I'm saying? How many people are upset about a white person right now in the media like, oh, he shouldn't be saying it. He, they was mad at Trump for what? A, a half a year? A year that he gave them that money. 
And they was like, oh, Trump ain't so bad. PPPs and he, hold up, like, hold up now. They ain't said nothing good about Kanye ever. I've never seen some of these people ever say anything good about him from college dropout to now. Right. He ain't did nothing good in all that time. You get what I'm saying? And I really think that from the inception of George Bush doesn't care about black people, Kanye has always pushed the conversation. Absolutely. Always. I mean, because look at how he, you know, paralyzed the world when he said those statements like, wow. And and really had the attacks of a lot of people coming at him. Um, let's go back to Drink Champs. Mm-hmm. Um, even with his little jabs at Obama. Yeah. You can tell that he he was hurt. He's hurt that Obama called him a, a an asshole. Absolutely. And a jackass, Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But where does the disrespect end, though? You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. does, I mean, because even if you don't like, I'm not. I'm not trying to equivalent Barack being Kanye's dad. But mm-hmm. even if you don't like your mom and your dad, and you're, they're horrible people, you just don't disrespect them either. You know what I'm saying? Barack Obama just stood for a lot holding that office. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, this man, to hold the office for eight years and, and still be alive and amongst us, uh, no matter, I, I, I real push this agenda, like, no matter what agenda he did or the lack thereof do for our culture, him holding the seat represented something to me. A lot of people mm-hmm. want to poke holes in it. Mm-hmm. I don't because this was not supposed to happen, especially not in our lifetime. I see people from the civil rights era, the Jim Crow era, that saw this man in his inauguration and said, I never thought that I would see this in my lifetime. And just to see the things that have happened since then, billion, we're turning out African-American billionaires like that now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the conversation has changed. So let me let me put this on the table mm-hmm. for both you. And, when we talk about revolution, does it have to be bloodshed now? Because we all, we all, we always saw revolution as one thing, right? And I don't think that it has to be that way at this time. And I think that's what Kanye is really starting to introduce. Like it, it comes from more of an intellectual warfare than mm-hmm. it does from actual bloodshed and battlefield. 100%. As far as revolution, what do you what are your thoughts about that? One hundred percent. I think it's always going to be bloodshed, and revolution has always uh, brought bloodshed. And if you look at the, I wouldn't say real, but. If you look at the more prominent revolutionaries through history, the Black Panthers, and the first thing they've always said is, I'm ready to die behind what I'm saying okay. and how I feel. And that's, again, now living your truth. See, now this is this is where we're wrong in ourselves. We're creating this paradox to where, oh, it's freedom of speech, but you can't say that. Oh, everyone can feel how they want to feel, but you, but you can't feel like that. You know what I mean? You, you can't have it both ways. You can't ask for equality and then try to tell somebody they can't live how they want to live. That's their truth. And I don't have to like or accept your truth. But if you're living it, if somebody's opinion can't change your mind about this, this is your truth. You get what I'm saying? So the point, the problem is we're trying to agree with each other, disagree. We got to try to understand where, where this person's coming from because if you don't understand, you're not even hearing the real message of what they're saying. It just sounds like they're yelling at you. So now you're going to be defensive about it no matter what this person's saying. It's, it's, it's our energy. You get what I'm saying? Because even if what you were saying was nonsense, that shouldn't sway who I am. That shouldn't change my opinion on the world because what you eat don't make me shit. So your opinion has nothing to do with my life. You get what I'm saying? And your opinion is constantly changing. That's emotion. So a lot of people just have that platform to constantly be emotional. But if you put anybody under that public eye, they would be saying the shit Kanye say because they say stuff like that just in the safety of their home. 
So we can't have it two ways. We can't want a connected, unified world, but try to play gatekeeper and say, well, these people can't come. But everybody else, come on in. If it's all for all, it's all for all. You get what I'm saying? You say what you eat don't make me shit. Yeah. But if me and you are, okay, let's let's, let's, let's do this like this. Mm-hmm. You work on a job. Right. Right. We the two brothers in here, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I mean, let's let's put this truth on the table. I come to work every day on time. Look how this corporate people want me to look. Do my job. You come in causing trouble all the time. You always pushing the envelope. And I'm like, Tim, yo, if we don't do this, then they're not going to let no more black people in. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you like, and you telling me like, I don't give a fuck. I yeah. came here off of my education they hired me. They can't hire me. It's two right. different mentalities. Right. But the uh, one of the revolutionaries said they're both right. I mean, they wouldn't have like the spook by the door. You know what I'm saying? If there was not a way to infiltrate the system, right. somebody has to come in incognito and dress the part, be right. the point dexter. But then to provoke change, there has to be some type of war or revolution. So are they both right? They're absolutely both right, and that's the part of living your truth, but living your truth has to do with you. You got to accept the choices you're making. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people are trying to get validation from others for their truth, because they don't really feel this day true. You don't really believe in that, because it ain't your truth. Okay. You're trying to live somebody else's life, but they're both right. It just depends on who you are, and I was that disruptive person at work, yeah, because, I feel, I feel because I understood the bigger picture. Like I've never met an employee of my life that worked their whole life and took over the company, and you see it every here and there, like... Oh, yeah, he was the toilet paper guy. Now he owns the toilet paper business. Yeah. What, one out of a trillion people? Like, that's not that's not no success story. What what 1% of anything is success. That's not success. Right. That doesn't happen. So we're living a lie. So what I do, I live intentionally. So when I have to be at this job, I have to make this money. I'm here working. I'm here clocking in, clocking out. These people ain't my friends. I don't know them. Whether Tom get a year a job here in a year or not is not my prerogative. I can't control that. <laughs> But what I can control is me creating businesses for black people to have, for them to run the infrastructure. But you ain't never going to be fulfilled in them jobs. I was just telling people the truth. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I wasn't, I came off a dick to them because <laughs> that's how they life and they because sensitivity you set was up. Fucking up the bread yeah. for everybody. Not know? necessarily though, because you only getting crumbs. This ain't real money. So why are you complaining over crumbs? Because if you really cared about money, you'd be out here working for yourself. So let's not say you care about money, but then how you living is, oh, I'm just cool with this person handing me a paycheck whenever they want. And now I got to cry on social media because I didn't get my vacation days. And So how am I messing this up for you, a place you're already miserable at? (laughs) Or am I just pointing out the fact that you're miserable and you don't want to deal with that? So you're going to push back on anything I say. You have to take this serious because this is where your value lies. My value don't lie in crumbs, especially not when I order the pie. You gonna come out with crumbs and I'm supposed to be happy with this? <laughs> that's dis- how is that not disrespectful to me? So how can I respect somebody that's disrespecting me? Wow. Again, these things have to be a two-way street. Everybody who's yelling at Kanye ain't talking about what Kanye can change, what he can do different. They're just saying, no, wrong, bad, stop. Like, how are you a part of the solution and not part of the problem? Wow. So so do you agree with your nature? Nate says it's the media that's making him look bad. Is the media making Absolutely. him look bad or is, is, is Kanye it's the making media, Kanye it's, look bad? It's the media because it's propaganda. But propaganda, it, it pisses smart people off so bad because they're showing us the truth. But they're disguising it in a way that it seems like a lie. They're planting certain lies in. So when we watch these movies and we see the truth... You know what I mean? Yeah. We're upset by it. But then you watch this slave movie and you watch this Egyptian movie where the guy's white and, and it doesn't bother you. And then right. 
Jesus is white and it doesn't bother you. But then as soon as a black guy does something black guys don't typically do, yeah. now the world got to stop. Now we got to talk about it. Now, you know, forget the rapers and the killers and the molesters. Let's talk about Kanye's T-shirt. Forget we ain't seen Biden since he's been in office. Let's talk Ooh. about Kanye's T-shirt. They say preach to Forget people living on the street. People's rent going up $300 a year just off of a couple months notice. But we ain't talking about them on social media. Y'all ain't cussing your landlords out, but we mad at a t-shirt. So somebody who you got $8,000 shoes on your feet. Man, jump on in here. <laughs> jump on in here. Jump on in here. And this is not, I'm not advocating him. I, I understand him. I see where he's coming from. Right. People are mad at him, but not mad at the real issue. So are you really mad? If you're not mad at what's really the problem, don't act like you're mad over here. You're not. This is a distraction. This is so you don't have to deal what's right here, this recession, and they might try to put us back in a pandemic. The fact they trying to get people to go back to working at home. You get what I'm... Why are we talking about that? Facts, facts. That's all facts that he's saying because it's all about wordplay, and you feel me? And that wordplay leads to triggers, and that trigger leads to your attention. You feel what I'm saying? So the way Kanye West is doing it is now he's using that energy to trigger everybody to keep their attention because back in the day, he was still saying this stuff, but in a different way. Yeah. So it's all about perception. So they basically been using the way that he transformed all of that as like a way for them to dig at him. Like, okay, he's mentally, he's crazy, he's da-da-da. So that's a way to just put what he's saying aside. But the way he's doing it, he is keeping the attention that they're basically doing and bringing it to a certain point to where okay well i'm gonna do it like this so i'm gonna trigger you but listen to what the fuck i'm saying i'm sorry no no no, no. this saying, is point you know what what <laughs> so it's kind of like you folks said so since this is what you you brought me to this point so this is what it is now so it's kind of like you got to accept how people you know what how they get to their point because they're through their experience this is what made them this you feel what i'm saying so he's not the old kanye in a certain way but he's saying the same thing but just in a different form you feel what i'm saying and okay when it when it went through the whole situation with donald trump you feel me it's just you know donald trump can say what he wants to say but when kanye west says the same thing like tim was just saying you feel me it's just oh, uh, yeah, oh this bro, is how could he say that like what that is insane <laughs> so it's just like it's for the fact of who he is they definitely dig and everything like that but he's doing what he needs to do you feel me and the thing is he's igniting people you feel mm -hmm. me some type of ignition getting putting fire into people's butt whether if you like it or not mm -hmm. and like you said it's bringing facts and light you feel what i'm saying so it's igniting stuff that people don't want to see but this is what's going on absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely hey what we're going to do real quick because you guys are saying that the live is pausing we're going to uh switch over to um we're going to switch over to i think it's on 5g right now we're going to tap into the Wi-Fi. I think there was something that was happening with it. But we're going to play uh, some jazz real quick, cut off, and then come right back. You are listening to the, the Uptown Show, but this is actually uh, Reflection Thursdays with Good Life Rest. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. But Nori going on each and every single platform, The Breakfast Club, Hot 97, and apologizing for what another man said, which basically said, Black Twitter said, by Nori apologizing for what Kanye said, you're proving Kanye's point. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely, because who are you apologizing for? These networks. <laughs> who are you apologizing for? Because we didn't ask. I didn't ask this man for an apology. You done brought him on the show three times now for him to say the same thing three times now. <laughs> that I think that's what people are waiting for. Like Nori was saying, like, how do you feel this way? How could you not? They're waiting for him to say something different, and that's not living your truth. 
that's conforming. That's, you know, keeping the peace. That's being a people pleaser. That's, oh, I don't want the confrontation, so let me just say what I think they want to hear. But who's ever progressed and, and got anywhere off of that? You know what I mean? Right. So the point of what he's saying is if you're going to have an injustice over here, you need to speak on all your injustices. Don't pick and choose which you when you want to be a revolutionary. Because revolutionaries is always like that. This is their life. Mm-hmm. They live for change. You get what I'm saying? He's a person like that. He's a renaissance person, too. He's an artist. So this is the first time in history we've seen these two things together on this level. He didn't make none of his money from being a revolutionary or being an activist. He got it off money, off rap, off entertainment, off being an artist. Right. But him, who he is as a person, he's a rebel. Look at how he talks. Look at the passion. He cries when he speaks. He right. he believes in what he's saying. You get what I'm saying? Right. So my job in my life is not to try to change how he feels, how he's saying. My job is to look for the truth in what he's saying. And if none of what he's saying is truth to me, so be it. But if there's some truth in what he's saying, I need to reevaluate who I am versus saying, well, I don't want to deal with that part of myself, so you just need to shut up about what you... You keep triggering change in me. You need... That's what revolutionaries do. Revolutionaries do, and it's not... It's mostly not pleasant. You get what I'm saying? It's usually going to offend you a little bit. <laughs> I think one of the things that Ye was trying to convey, especially with the simile or comparison to Barack Obama uh, when he was on Drink Champs, he said, look at how Barack came in. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, of course, over eight years, your hair is going to gray. I mean, my, yeah. I've gotten grayer. But he said, look at, he doesn't look the same from when he came in to when he left office. And I think what Ye was saying is that as you're that spook behind the door, you're exposed to so much. Mm-hmm. You see so much. And what Ye is saying is that take this truth or that truth. It really doesn't matter. But understand, I've seen more than the average person will see. I didn't get to this billionaire status by not seeing shit. So I'm not crazy. I've seen shit that you will never understand. Why do you think they call it a matrix? Why Why do you think? Because, I mean, they, they are depending on the fact that you will be sheep. Let me 100%. let me let me let me go to the flashing lights just real quick. If we can if we can go to flashing lights real quick. It's how I know people never listen to his music. Like break his lyrics down. <laughs> <laughs> He's been saying this for over a decade. Just, just so we can hit it and quit it. There is a new um variant out right now, which is um I mean they said of course it's still in the Omicron family. But yeah. there is a new variant out of COVID that is Rapid, uh, it is spreading rapidly. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that this was one of the other questions that I had in my notes. Uh, let me see here. Um, America would much, and this is um, we're we're still in, on the on the conversation. America would much rather have disaster recovery than to actually get to the root of any problem 100% and when I say that there's no money in the cure cancer AIDS is still around the flu still around the flu is still around (laughs) how long that's been around (laughs) there's no money in the cure now two things that that we want to put on the table and we'll get back to the conversation we're just taking a little detour here there's a new variant that I mean I'm telling you if, if you do have um, pre-existing conditions when it comes to COVID or, or COVID really touched down. I'm, I'm telling you, get back to the uh, sea moss. Get back to the black seed oil. Get back to the ginger. Get back to the garlic and stuff like that. Get back to eating your lemons in the morning because it's coming. It's coming back. Uh, 
when, when we say population control, I, I have no proof of that. Yeah. But it's just the evidence is all yeah. around. Natural selection is real. Yeah. Um, so the other thing is, is that Texas, which got donkey of the day, they're uh, basically endorsing and enforcing DNA submission to their students just in case basically there's another school shooting and you will be able to identify the bodies of these children. Now, Charlemagne is saying, why not put that money into what's really going on inside of the head of these these shootings? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's really going toward healing these kids instead of preparing them for disaster? Because if you put the money towards it, you're going to fix it, like you said. And trying to fix a problem nobody can fix is the easier solution. And that's why we push back on when Kanye says stuff, because we can fix what he's talking about. People can change those things. But trying to change the government, trying to change disease. There's no money in it. People do it because they know it'll never be an end. So now you can just get lost in this the rest of your life, pretending you're searching on the cure. But really, you loitering. You had nowhere else to go. And this place over here, you're upset at this person because what they're saying, you could have actually done 50 years ago. <laughs> you can still be actively changing this. So, nah, that's too, that's commitment. That's too hard. That's you know what I mean? That's pressure. And a lot of times this doesn't get the reward over here. That's why they mad at Kanye. Because if Kanye was broke saying what he's saying, nobody would care. They're mad because right. he's rich. rich. So he can say everything he's saying and not depend on anybody. I can come into this partnership and you're like, I don't like you because you black. And I'm done. I'll tear the contract up because I don't need this. Yeah. But to a revolutionary, a, a person who's poor, Eventually, they're going to try to get you to conform. They're going to try to buy you. You get yeah. What can you buy, Kanye? That's why we were mad at him, because you can't trick him. You can't con him. And that's what they think. Like, Bush is tricking him. And then, ain't nobody tricking. He's playing chess. And that's why he's so mad at y'all, because he moves a pawn, and everybody's like, oh, and he's like, we just started the game. Like, just, we'll get there. <laughs> you should have took the king by now. The pawn, you should have. And they ain't never played chess in their life. And you trying to tell this man how to move his pieces when he got 10 chess boards and he mastering eat every single one. Man. And, and, <laughs> and, and then this is, I mean, I don't know how old you guys are, but. 33. We're about the same age. 33. So I'm, I'm 48. Mm-hmm. And back in 1987, 88, Professor Griff said the same thing. And they really, they were already trying to break down revolutionary rap. Then. Yeah, yeah. But Professor Griff's really activated you know the fbi and 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 the cointel pro to really tap into taking down public enemy taking down x clan because he basically pointed out that the jews can ran hip-hop yeah he was trying to let them know in 87 like i'm telling y'all like yeah they are getting ready to censor us and if you don't step up right now and so we want to talk about revolution and how to go about it, right? Yeah. And Kanye is, and this is what I was telling people: is like, yeah, he said it wrong. He said it wrong. Slavery was a choice, but What's it was the right like way to say it, it was like, okay. So, <laughs> so let, 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 let's take and 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 you are more factual than I, so please yeah, correct yeah, me if sure. I'm wrong. But I was having this conversation this morning. It took the Jews less than about twenty years, maybe ten years, to come to power. Mm-hmm. After the Holocaust. Right. All right. 
And, and the reason why we knew this is because of how the FBI cracked down on them in the 50s when they were taking over Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It was a witch hunt mm -hmm. for a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood. Look at look 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 your history up. Yeah, Vegas too. Vegas as well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the history. Hey, they, well, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. I read a lot, so I'm, I'm telling you. Four hours apart. Do the math. So 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 check this out. So then we go to the 80s and we go to partially of the 90s when, I mean, you might as well say. They'll never say it, but AIDS was the gay holocaust. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Okay? Yeah. <laughs> but it took, because they recognized and understood the assignment, it took the LGBTQ community 10 years. Yeah. To come to power. To realize you was even being oppressed. Exactly. Yeah. So, therefore, Kanye, Dave Chappelle, and this is what, this is what Kanye is really hurt about, is like, Dave, y'all said the same shit that yeah. I said, yeah. but I just said it in a more radical way. Exactly. Instead of a witty way, I said it more radical. But then when Kanye makes these references to Ice Cube, which he did, yeah. Ice Cube is taking a stance like, man, Kanye, don't put me in it. And, and yeah, he's looking at him you like. You already in it. Bro. You been in it. You, you, you been, been in that. it with your lyrics. <laughs> you been that. No matter the least. <laughs> After because police, you let a Jew you been break that. up my crew. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, is looking like. Don't switch up on me. Y'all calling me to switch up. Y'all switching up on me. Yeah. That's you being great. funny. You being weird with me. <laughs> I was like, who do you think I grew up listening to? Yeah. And, 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 and that's all Ye was saying when he, when he mentioned Ice Cube. He said, you sparked what I'm doing now. I didn't say you said anything, yeah. but you sparked this revolutionary mind because why? I grew up on hip hop, and so look at. I mean, let's 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 read Tyler Kwali's comments. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's go to. And Kai, and like you said, the point you put on Kanye ain't saying nothing. Harriet Tubman ain't say. She talked about how many slaves she could have freed, and I could have freed more if they just knew they were slaves in the first place. <laughs> Ain't nobody get upset at her at the time. How, da <laughs> how dare you say that? You know what? I'm staying here. I can't. No, Harriet, I'm staying. Like, And that's also where it comes into where people don't want to be held accountable. They want to be, you know what I mean, held behind what they've been talking. So that was pretty mm -hmm. like a test. Like, bro, this is what it is right here. You know, help me out. You've been saying this all the time. This is your time to stand up. Mm -hmm. So, and then it's like, bro, you said it in your music. So it's like, if I thought these facts, and this is what you're saying, but then you start, you know, cooning out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or start backing up. So it's like, you really betraying me and then you mm -hmm. making it look bad. Like, yo, well, we was already trying to put in a mindset. It's already, you know, on some foundation that's shaky. And now you just made it even shakier. But she was trying to add to it. And now you just, like, made it even looser. Because it's like, bro, now we can't even believe you. So it's like, you ain't no help at all, period. So your lyrics was whack, period, yeah. now. So what you saying? Like, yeah. you're not even standing behind what you saying. Facts. So I can't even hold you for that. So it's just, you know. You know another analogy is, as well? People... Don't even look at the fact that before Kanye was in these bigger rooms, mm -hmm. he was in the Dave Chappelle rooms. Mm -hmm. He was in the Talib Kweli rooms. He was in those rooms talking to these people. So it's like mm -hmm. we all brother and sister, right? And we were like, oh, we all going to tell mom this. And we going to. I'm the only one who speak up and get my ass whooped. And I'm looking at y'all like. <laughs> and they're cool with him. Like, Yasin, most deaf, like, they're all cool with Kanye. Yeah. And these, this is the conscious community that. He know what he talking about. Yeah. <laughs> they would have been cancel boy. Right. I'm this for no reason. We all talked about this. Yeah. But I'm the one who spoke out. But okay. And it's, I'm sorry. 
Right. And yeah. it's just like, you know, it kind of connects all back to like Nick Cannon. Then it goes back to because it was like, bro, you can't try to take somebody's uh power and stand when you ain't got that behind you. You feel me? Like you can't try to take what Nipsey was trying to do when you ain't about that life, bro. Yeah. Because when we put you out here, Nipsey would never back down. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But you try to take all that power, but you wasn't ready for that life. Talk that talk, me? but you so ain't walk that walk. Over here with that. You feel me? Exactly. So we know not to depend on Nick Cannon. Yeah. You feel me? But and why are we holding those people accountable? That's Kanye's Thank argument. You. Why are we holding those people accountable? But, but we want to talk about how many kids Nick got. Thank you. Where the doctor? Where the doctor Sevy documented, bro? Where the where the movie, bro? <laughs> like, what are we like talking about? Joke, you know what I'm so that's what really makes me mad. Cause Dr. Sevy was one of them people that try to commercial what is easy for this. Like pharmaceutical is not what it is. We know it's a lot. They pour into this. Da, 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 da. It's easy as this, and they made it seem like that's that can't be what it is. But he came forth with what seventy two plus cases. Was in court was, fighting that so stuff. You hear me? And he got it for he had a whole everything. Proof is in the pudding. But what they do? They killed him on off. You feel me? Because it was like it was too much in their face. You know what I'm saying? It was denying anyone, so it was you just go ahead and put them under the rug. But the difference is, let's 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 go back to the spook by the door. Uh-huh. Nick Cannon had the right intention too. At first. Well, let's, let's not even say at first. I mean, my pushback is this, and we'll go back. We'll, we'll reference drink champs. Uh-huh. It's all good. Like like okay, so let's let's reference Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? So as Nick Cannon tried, look at the phone calls that Nick Cannon got. Yeah. Look at look at the threats that, that you don't see from yeah. Nick. So even though he says, I got all this money and I'm going to do this, now behind closed doors, it's like, okay, Nick, we coming after your family. We coming after you. Kanye West on Drink Champ said, come kill me. Yeah. Let's go. Because that's a real revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say, I don't want to say real. But that's what it means to be a revolutionary. If you're not prepared to die behind your cause, you're not a revolutionary. That's what it is, because Nick Cannon was okay until the fact that when you had to come and apologize, everything that you said behind yeah. that apology, you didn't have to say all of that. Because yeah. you're pretty much saying that our culture and what the truth is, with the more everything is a lie. So that's what made me mad, because you didn't have to go that far in your apology. Right, yeah. right, Don't include right, everybody right. else with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's about your foundation. And my thing is, if you're going to go for if you're going to try to pick a huge project like that you need to be ready for that smoke like yeah. for your point blank you feel what i'm saying so that's why i didn't just i didn't respect it because it's like you i feel like you hopped on it because that that wave behind that you feel yeah. what I'm saying? I like, you thought you had them hitters behind you down to it, you punked out, and I feel like yeah. that foundation, like, bro, we came this far, you messed it up for all of us. So yeah. it's kind of like, bro, now it's like a joke now. Yeah, exactly. So I don't respect And it. that's why they, and that's what they use people like that for in that mm-hmm. plight, who, where, yeah, you excited about it because you upset. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's not, you're not going to get changed through that. A revolutionary understands what they're trying to change. Mm-hmm. Over here, you just reacting to somebody stepped on your foot, now you mad, and, but once you calm down, you're like, right. oh, you know what, it's cool, my apologies, you know what I mean? But, like, But you reference Harriet Tubman, and, yeah. and, and, and if you do watch the movie Harriet, she's in a room. But by, by the time she's political at this point, mm-hmm. and, and and there's things about this movie I had no idea. Um, you think about Nat Turner, yeah. but you think about Harriet Tubman, who actually, you know, once she got not even the high seat, but once she got in position politically, she led 400 men in the Civil War. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. This five foot woman led. So so now that she's a strategist in wartime. She's in a room with W.E.B. Du Bois, yeah. Frederick Douglass, and they're talking about the safe route to, to revolution. She says, there's no other way. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to go back and get 700 more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And she's like, 
like you said, if I died, then I die. But yeah. I died on this battlefield. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, sometimes it's just no other way. So as yeah. we were talking about, you know, Dave, yeah, I, I, lo- I love him. I love Dave Chappelle is because he is the, what, what, what's my man that, that, that passed? The Dick Gregory of our time. Yeah. He is the Dick Gregory of our time, which basically he speaks truth to white people in a way that they can take it in doses it it tastes sweet to them it's yeah. truth but you know yeah it's politically correct yeah it's it's still politically correct in, in a certain yeah. type of way even though they try to cancel him for being you know uh for for speaking his truth the way he speaks it mm-hmm. it's still digestible you know what i'm saying you mm-hmm. can still digest it because it's funny yeah kanye is not a he, he just yeah, he ain't I'm, no I'm gonna tell like the CIA is. You know what I'm saying? I, I know no other way to say this. Yeah. Um, like I said before, the hurtful thing was, you know, was the George Floyd thing, and and that was his truth, whether right or wrong. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because of the people that he's siding with, I don't know what position to take. With can can I know what position to take? Yeah. I just I really do think she's a sellout. Okay. I really do think that Herschel Walker is, is 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 a sellout. Okay, you know, and, and so do 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 you agree or no? I wouldn't. I, I mean, I don't really look at people in the light of like sellouts. I think, um, I think a lot of people don't know where they want to be. So when shit hit the fan, that's when they, you know, either they true colors come out or they go ghost. Mm-hmm. So I don't know enough information on her. You know what I mean? Herschel, like that's the only reason I talk about Kanye because we've been talking about this for years. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Absolutely. But. These newer people, I ain't really been tapping into, like, yeah, yeah. just because, like, they all saying the same stuff that they said in the past. You know what I mean? And it's it's on us. It doesn't matter what the leader, the political person, the general is saying. If if the people ain't following, it's not gonna happen. No change is gonna come. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So the person that we're getting in Kanye, we've never had. Like, we're getting a person who typically you're talking to the 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 sheep herder or the sheep. You dig? Mm-hmm. He ta- he can talk to both. He can be in a position where he can relate to both, and that's new. That's what people are afraid of because right. he's seen the other side. I think that's what people keep forgetting, and that's why he ain't Dave Chappelle. Like, where Dave grew up, Yellow Springs and Dayton. Kanye right. grew up in Chicago. Yeah. So he grew up, again, like Ice Cube. I grew up with rappers being glorified because they talked about bodies, and they actually got those bodies. Yeah. So now y'all talking about rioting and revolutionizing and defunding the police and taking over your community, but when it comes time to do it, you don't do it. But we still got to give y'all clout and respect and recognition. And the thing that you got made me jump off the porch for it. Now you're saying, I'll come back on those houses. Come come back where it's safe. And yeah. you don't want to got me hyped up. <laughs> you, you, you bring up a certain point. And I, and I think that, you know, we have had this in the conversation a lot. Is like all these billionaires and, you know, or, or all these even millionaires. And nobody is really, really willing to step up and say, okay, Let's change this narrative. Exactly. You know, because once they go behind that billionaire veil, everybody is playing it safe. Jay-Z. Oprah, All of them do. Tyler. All of them do. Because the Nick Cannon thing. All of them do. Because if I go make this statement, this going to mess up some bread in the future. Mm-hmm. So if it's all about the bread, I got to play it safe. I got to Terry Cruz it. I got to yeah. Marlon Wayans it. I don't rock with none of what none of them be saying. I don't <laughs> subscribe to stuff I don't, that don't resonate with me. That's my truth. Yeah. And I can sit in the room with anybody in this world. You talking Chinese, Spanish, Jamaican, it don't matter. If it don't resonate with me, I'm not going to subscribe to it. But I'm also not going to try to get you to change your point of view. That's going to happen or it's not. And people, people, I didn't hear one slur. I did not hear one Jewish slur come out of Kanye's mouth. Yeah. I just heard that they control everything. Yeah. 
So why does that make so many people upset? And this is what Kanye said. He yeah, said, I want you to go back to your children <laughs> and say, I want you to I want your children to come to you. Why is Kanye mad at you? So 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 we can have this conversation is that you control my people. Yeah. I mean, I mean and, and really he's calling that community out to say this. You come from this. Yeah. But you use your power now to control you know, because we are still systematically oppressed. Exactly. We are still so even though you came I mean, there's there's almost like I mean, I couldn't say that, I mean, because we, we had four hundred years of slavery and stuff like that. So I never want to compare the two. Yeah. But at the end of the day they did come from persecution. They did come from oppression. Right. And and, and then came to power. But Kanye is kinda of pulling it out like, yo, you came to power, but then you still systematically oppressed. Absolutely. Nothing has changed. <laughs> and, and that's and that's what they hide behind. The, the, there's more black millionaires than ever. And, well, you guys should be happy. Y'all had money this whole time and none of y'all are happy. Y'all lead <laughs> in depression. Y'all, y'all lead in suicide. Y'all were the rich people. Y'all yeah. were the celebrities. Y'all, y'all already had this and y'all still not happy. Right. So how is this now supposed to make us happy when we really don't even have it? A few of us have it. Right. I can get on my social media and, you know, watch people, watch Will Smith Go buy a jet. That don't change my situation and circumstance. That has right. nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? That it's it's every place across the board, and this is what they wanted because they were listening to when we were saying the revolutionary was going. The revolution would be televised. So now they're trying to get as many of us to shuck and jive on TV. You know what I mean? And people like I mean I, mean, I can go down the list. The Kevin Hart's. I can go down the list yeah. of people who play it safe. And then when Dave do all this backlash, they don't even want to comment on that. Like, oh, no, that's him. And he just, yeah. but this like, your man's and this your, you know what I mean? Yeah, Y'all be yeah. around my kids. Right, right. You're going to get on this and they was all news. Like, yeah, yeah he's yeah, just yeah. saying that. He's probably sleepy. Like, nah, this is what's up. Well, well, well I'm glad that you, that, that was a perfect segue into uh, the Talib Kweli comments. So uh, let's read as follows. Um, let me see here. Bro, um, you're not a good friend to Noriega. Stop the cap. Um, you called Nori a you called Nori because he was the only one who would let you come on after the shop shelled you because you were um, screaming "White Lives Matter," which is a a Nazi phrase. Um, at everyone during that taping, you know for a fact that Drink Champs is not a political show, but you went there to regurgitate lies about black people from. Um, Candace Owens, okay, so he does at Candace Owens, who is a political talking head. You literally wore a 2024 hat, essentially announcing your political aspirations. You took advantage of Nori, someone who was giving you the benefit of the doubt for your own political gain, and now you have jeopardized his show and made the families of the victims of the racist police brutally want to sue you, which they are suing you for $250 million. Um, and, And I don't want to hear shit about Free speech, since you brought, uh, I'm saying, parlor, uh, freedom of speech ain't freedom. I'm sorry. Okay, freedom of speech ain't freedom from consequences. You use your free speech to support anti-black rhetoric and people. I use mine. I use mine to call that out. I'm sorry. He said I use my my platform to call that out. Um, Nori was right to apologize. I feel differently yeah um nori was right to apologize because that's what decent people do when they fuck up be decent yet yeah there's a such thing as being trying to be too woke that's all i'm a (laughs) right wow (laughs) yeah 
I don't agree with nothing he just said. Yeah, because it's all about how you use your power. You feel what I'm saying? And, of course, I don't. You know what I mean? Because, okay, let's say it like this. Like, you know, Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor. You feel what I'm saying? Richard Pryor came out with his, you know, the way he wanted to tell everybody about the culture, you know, about yeah. what's really going on in a whole different way. You know, some people may be uncomfortable with how he was saying it. Sure. But he was saying what, he, what needed to be said in most of his scenes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So... You know, it's all about, you know, projection and, you know, how you work with other people to keep their attention. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like it's a whole different way. And it's like with, like, Eddie Griffin and, you know, other mm-hmm. artists like that, other comedians like that, they always drop knowledge in what they say and they kind of be put down to the side. You know what I'm saying? And like you were saying with Kevin Hart, I believe he did become very commercial. And then it's like with... um with the Nick Cannon and stuff like that, like it's like um, when it came to Nipsey, he always said, "Read own your own stuff," so that when they when those others do have that control, they can't take it from you. So don't, so you don't have to worry about what you say. You know right. what I'm saying? So that also made proof to point of what Nipsey was saying. So it's kind of like you really ain't built for this part because yeah. you don't really know what Nipsey was talking about. Yeah. You really not about right. what he was saying, so you can't represent him because you wouldn't have let you know. Uh, Viacom, whatever, come take your stuff because they would have never had control of your stuff. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's part of what Nipsey was really saying also. So that he built that foundation like, okay, before we even get to this point, you need to take this step, you know what I'm saying? So we can have everything to where we control that stuff so we won't have to worry about saying this, da 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 blah, blah. So, you know, that's the part of the whole point of it. Like, own your ish, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody be the one to feed you. Don't be no dog. So when they say stop, stop. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's part of the pride and Everything is like with Dr. Savy, like, you don't have to go to these pharmaceuticals. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like a way of how the whole system is making it a plan. Like, this is what we need. But if you come in and try to knock our stuff out, you feel what I'm saying? We're going to either make it seem like you a joke, a lie, da, da, da. And when you think about it, the Jews, they own the uh, part of the, uh, like, the jails. Uh, you know, everything. They put they fun in them, all types of stuff. So it's like, oh, if you do this, when you go to jail, we part of your bond, everything. So you ain't... You know what I mean? If you disrespect us out here, we got this part under control too. So a lot of people is really on edge when it comes to Jews anyway. Well, I, I will say this. Comfortability is a sedative that white people understand. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and and the reason why I say that is like it's almost the equivalent of like, of course, everybody wants to eat healthy, but it don't taste good all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So So at the end of the day, it's like, okay, we could speak truth all day, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's funny that, you know, I discovered last week that TikTok is controlled by, I think, China. Mm-hmm. Okay, so TikTok is controlled by China. Do you realize that TikTok only feeds us in their algorithms, the twerk videos and stuff like that, but no ch- child in China gets to see those videos because they control the algorithm. So basically, the only thing that China allows their children to see is innovative things that are happening, Mm -hmm. engineering things, and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, we still are asleep about what we are being fed. And the reason why we love it is, I mean, and and a lot of times, even building up this show, people's like, man, you always talking about toxic relationships. Because that's all you tap into. Yeah, (laughs) All you tap into is the drama. All you tap into is this war between black males and black females because you, we want to argue amongst each other. We, yeah. we, we want to, I'm right and I'm right. So anytime, the only reason why this show is popular is because Ye is under fire. Another black man is under fire. But if we, we were actually promoting something that would benefit, 
you know what I'm saying, our, 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 our upward mobility, yeah. they would tap out. But because we're talking about a black man under fire and it's popular to talk about it, that's why we're getting the numbers that we're getting today. But exactly. had it been something that, you know what I'm saying, we, we talked about uh, a cure for diabetes or, you know, uh, how, how to get housing. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've had plenty of people come in here that will help benefit, you know what I'm saying, our urban community. But people tap out. Yeah. We only tap into the drama. Absolutely. And I'm like, when are we going to wake up? Because China get it. You know what I'm saying? Russia get it. Mm-hmm. Even though, I mean, these are more controlled governments. Yeah. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not. <laughs> which I'm not. But what I'm saying is like, I mean, which way do we go when it comes yeah. to upward mobility? Though? We have it right. Um, uh, it, it just, you got to look within self. You got to do yourself healing and realize a lot of times when people talk, you could have just shut up and your opinion is not valid and you didn't research what you're talking about and you have no idea what you're talking about. And it's going to be aggressive for us to hold them accountable. That is the revolutionary. That is the bloodshed. It's, I'm willing to risk this friendship and us being in a comfortable environment for me to really tell you about yourself because if you do heed what I'm saying, you potentially could grow in this situation. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, like everything Talib said was, was nonsense from that and. I, I respect his opinions. I value him. I love his music. You know what I mean? He's up there with like KRS-One with me. But again, they, you aren't mainstream. Y'all, people keep trying to speak on somebody's life that you never experienced. Right, right. You keep trying to talk about something you ain't in the middle of. People ain't checking for you like that. You can't get on somebody's show. And like you said, now it's at a million views. So let's stop playing this back and forth. Let's stop bringing Kaye on the show for ratings. And then you get <laughs> mad at what he say on the show for ratings. Because he knows on a, he overstands. This is why y'all brought me in here so this is what i'm gonna do for y'all you dig and that's that type b type person we was talking about that's that introvert i was like that as a kid yeah i was super quiet in class you not say anything and then my teacher kept making an issue of it kept making my mind he don't speak he don't do this so when i found out what she said i said bet i'm about to talk all the time every single day and don't come back at me like oh you're disrupting you're talking to nah because i did this i minded my business i was over here i was chilling that's what Kanye did in the beginning George Bush doesn't like black people. He's going against the Republicans. He's going against that other side. Then when he seen black, you ain't even riding for yourself. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, Shout out to yeah, Money Back. Yo, he shit. said that like yeah. people be wanting you to, they be wanting me to fuck with you. You don't even fuck with you. Yeah. You be wanting me to ride for you. You ain't even ride for you. Hey, go kill this man for me. You go do it yourself. What you talking about? So yeah, we mad at the Republicans. We mad. All right, bet. Forget the Republicans. Let's do this. Let's build up the Democrats. Let's do this. We did that. How was that in the beginning for Obama? Obama ain't did nothing for black. These are the same people now mad at Kanye. Yeah. Obama ain't did nothing for black people. Where's our reparations? Where Obama phone? What's that? What are we gonna do with that? And they complain about everything he did for eight years until we got Trump. And then it was like, oh, we want that old. We miss Obama. We. Kanye had to lift through all this again. He's from Chicago, so he probably had that same misperception. And, and Obama cleared that up. I can't. I'm for the country. I'm not just for people that look like me. So it was easy to come into it. Oh, he about to save black people. We good. Oh, white people better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> and you from Chicago? This a hometown kid. Yeah, that probably hurt his feelings when he seen how. And then Obama even said he wish he could have did more office, but he had to clean up Bush's mess. You get what I'm saying? So all of this is levels. You can't look at somebody else's struggle and tell them what they should be doing when you in your own struggle. I can't look at this person and say, well, he should be doing what's normal. What's normal? Right. Point me one person in this world that we all should be living like. I'll wait. Everybody is insane because we're living in insane time. Yeah. 
Everybody's was, pointing the finger at everybody else. I'm like, you need to get your shit yeah. together. Yeah. And I, I be looking like, well, you need to get your <laughs> shit together too. Like, what Man, that's what Two-Face said. Like, one of the most memorable quotes I ever heard in the Dark Knight. You know what I mean? He was like, y'all, y'all, y'all look for good men. And you expect good men, but how can you expect a man to be decent in indecent times? How can you expect me to do the right thing when it's this person's trying to oppress me on the other end over here? How can you expect me to keep my mouth shut when people used to get killed for speaking? People used to be so frightened by that, and then they shut up the rest of their life. I have we have it's it's my right to say what I gotta say and stand on that. Anybody can say whatever they want. It don't bring value to it till they realize you meant that. You dig? So that that was my beef with Nick Cannon. You could have just shut. You could have just said nothing. If you knew eventually one day you was gonna drop out, don't sign up for don't it. Don't sign. Yeah. Let the drop. next person come take that place. But you saw the clown in it because that's that's your life. Yeah. That's wild and out. That's Nickelodeon. You gonna dance for these people because they are gonna give you a check and you gonna have a big house. You can support your family. I'm all for that. You get what I'm saying? But don't come outside. Talk to the neighborhood. Look, I'm going to do something for all y'all's families. And now we on payday and we can't find you. And everybody texts it. Where's Nick? What happened to Nick? And, oh, now I'm over here taking care of my family. So you should have just been doing that. Right. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I, that's things I can't hold people accountable for. What you say you're going to do. All a black man has in his world is his word. And they try to spread that out to all men. That's, that's black men because we don't experience privilege. There is no such thing as black privilege. And that safety and comfortability you talked about in white people is privilege. They were allowed to live that way. And that was the worst thing that could have happened to them. Because when they grew older and mommy's and daddy's influence and money can't help you no more. And now you in that job interview with me and I've been turned down my whole life. I've been rejecting my hope. Nobody ever gave me anything. You're not going to beat me out for this. You dig what I'm saying? That's a revolutionary. I'm fighting for change, not just for me, for my grandkids. So if you're doing something right now for money, that's for you. That money might not be around for your kids. That might not be around for your grandkids. Yeah. I'm fighting for change. You dig? People going to feel that. All, that's generational change. That's breaking the change, breaking the curses. Okay, so now, even though I guess we agree with Ye jumping off the porch. Yeah. Now it's time for Ye to put his money where his mouth is because Oprah got schools. Yeah. Diddy, Diddy got schools. Yeah. LeBron got schools. And, and and they're constantly writing checks that you don't see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ice Cube constantly writing checks. Beautiful things. Beautiful things that we don't see the light of day when it comes to media. Shaquille O'Neal, what paid for like 20 students to get their yeah. master's degree? Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Huge things. Huge things. And, and, and these things don't see the light of day. So, yay. Absolutely. We're, we're saying like, okay, you are putting your peers under fire, but they have on record where their money's going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he do too. That That's that's his argument to now why people just don't want to like him. He has the Donda school. He's been putting putting into the black. He caught flack. See, this is why like a lot of stuff, we just got to research these things. He caught flack for Victoria's Secret when he did that, when he did his shoot and it was only melanated women. And he said that in the contract. He said, if you don't have melanin, you're you're underqualified. I can't put you in the show. He only, and that was women from all around the world. He caught flack for that. They almost didn't want to do another show with him. But that was one of their biggest turnouts that they had ever had. When he did the gospel thing, when he does these things, right, right, he right. gave. I think it was George Floyd. He gave one of their daughters two million dollars after they passed. Like, yeah, he does these things. But that's like you said, that's not. Swept under the rug. That's not more glamorous than the drama. Yeah. 
That's not more romantic than the T-shirt. We don't care more about that than what he got going on with Kim. You get what I'm saying? Right. And then that's the part to where it upsets me because, again, who has he hurt? Who has he killed? Who has he injured? Who has he got sick? Who has he robbed? Who has he done wrong? Where are these people at that say he physically has done them wrong? But go to the tabloids about him. He's a shitty father. He's a shitty husband. He doesn't know what he's doing with business. His designs are ugly. His music is whack. What? So that's more now a testament of you. If you can't find nothing good to say about somebody, you're the hater. They not. I'm the person that's going to try to see both sides. I'm going to see right. where you can improve, and I'm going to give you your flowers where you deserve them. If I see you never give this man flowers, you're not qualified to speak. you biased. You already feel away. So no matter what he does, <laughs> he's a wonderful father. His kids say that. Look at them. Look at their presence. Look how people are to him. People sit and listen to him talk. Like People that we look up to, people who are celebrities, rich people, they value his opinion. Look at his relationship with people like Virgil when he was a revolutionary. And now look at how people are with Virgil when he passed. That's my best bud. We loved him. They was they hated that man when he was alive and when he used to come out and yeah, talk. Yeah. Oh, he's gay and he's this and he that. He too feminine. He too. I remember all and I love I study all of Virgil's stuff and I picked up all these people from Kanye. Right, right. So if I would have listened to the media and deterred from him, I would have missed so many gems. I got hit to KRS one from Kanye, from Common, from Kanye, from right, right. Yasin, you know what I mean? Most deaf from Kanye. And have you seen Kanye's documentary? Yeah. Like, Bro, that's time. Like, how do you not like stuff like that? You know what I mean? It's because of Bro, what? Champs, Kanye really didn't endorse that. Kuda did that on his yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't even know it was a thing. He was thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's how beasty that is. Yeah. And, and he's talking that real. He's that same Kanye. He crying on camera. You got to see his relationship with his mom. Why he's so hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. Imagine losing yeah. that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I teared up watching his mom. Like, you're yeah. great, Kanye. How she used to talk to him. Yeah. I said, bro, we need that. Exactly. See, that's, like, that's what you're telling me, too, because the little things is what they use as distractions to take away from him. You feel me? They don't put in the fact that, like you said, he lost his mom. And people die, kill themselves, all types of stuff when they lose something like that. And it's like we have to, ex- you know, appreciate and accept his change that he actually went through. You know, we have to accept his mental, all of that. But they use that as something to kill him and distract us from what he's really trying to do and what he's really trying to pursue. And I feel like some of them people who Kanye West named to go against uh, because their background, they got some real effed up stuff going on. Like, yeah, you may have schools and stuff like that, but when you dig in deep, yeah. oh, yeah, wow, bro, why was you on that um, on house arrest at that one time? <laughs> oh, let's dig a little deeper today. You feel what I'm saying? Like, these are big people out here that everybody worshiping. Like, yeah, but these some real people that we trying to, we yeah. trying to, protect our people. Harvey Weinstein's friends. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Thank you. You feel me? So definitely. So it's like Kanye is a threat to everybody because Kanye know that deep stuff because, oh, we didn't have that talk because we didn't been deep and you know in that moment where we all vibe and so since we didn't have that talk so don't play with me we yeah. had this when we had that talk for a reason i'm on your level for a reason and y'all seen all his struggle to how he got there and who he was with scarface everybody you feel me you seen my struggle and i've always said i'm gonna be that one you feel what i'm saying right. he is that one and he's doing what he gotta do yeah. but y'all use little stuff to distract with his process and everything and that's yeah. disrespectful and we that's- need that and i think a lot of times that's what's wrong with the world. That's why we've become so sensitive. People want to throw blows and then take the gloves off. You right. know what I'm saying? I don't remember. It was some celebrity, some verified guy. I don't remember who it was. I think he was in news. But things like this are being said to Kanye as well. He made a comment on Twitter and he said, because, uh, you know, Kanye's mom passed away in surgery. Mm-hmm. for Surgery he paid for, yeah. just cosmetic surgery. She didn't need it. So imagine living with that. So this person gets on social media like, oh, yeah, um, I'm starting to think Kanye's mom died to get away from him. 
So you can say things like this about me, but I can't get on drink champs and you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you trying to you trying to compromise me. You trying to my truth is too raw. Mm-hmm. Just how Eddie 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 Murphy's was and they was doing the same with him trying to boycott him. Right. But what he was saying was real. You dig? So even yeah. white people had to digest. Like you said, Richard Pryor. What he was saying was real, yeah, Prince. Yeah. You know what I mean? Paul Mooney, we can go down the list, yeah. but let's look at how their careers were when they were alive. People boycotted them. Mm-hmm. We can even go sports like Michael Jordan. People boy, people did not like them when they was winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and this is why I, I, I don't want the people that Kanye, you know, were, was in the hut with to distance himself from him. Yeah. And the reason being is because... Um, you know, Dave Chappelle, there's a there's a viral uh, video of Dave Chappelle that says we need to stop classifying these people as crazy. Yes. Mm-hmm. We need to stop classifying these people like Mariah Carey and Martin Lawrence and Cat Williams. Thank he you. said, and, and maybe look at the system of Hollywood. Maybe look at what's really happening. You know what I'm saying? Because, yay, um, I mean, he, he just sees a lot. And, and, and I, I was getting to a point, Tim, is that... Mm-hmm. Neutralizing isn't always killing. Facts. Look at Nina Simone. Facts. I, I refuse to believe that Nina Simone went crazy herself. Facts. I, I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that Easy E died of AIDS. I refuse to believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain things when it comes to the government neutralizing the voice. There's so many ways that they can get at yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, so therefore, when you talk about Virgil and stuff like that, and, and Combat Jack, who just mysteriously died of cancer, man, I said, man, these up. people are neutralized, yeah, and we don't even see this. Yeah, you ODB. Know what I'm you know what I'm saying? It's like, and they all were radicals. That's, that's what the I'm one saying. thing they Fred Hampton. They all were radicals. Yeah. So, but, but I don't like that. Ye is forcing the martyr agenda. I don't like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I can understand that. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I get it, yeah, but don't don't give these people a reason to, to, to murder you or because yeah. I, I really thought that that's really what was happening to Yeah. I mean, because it's hard to decipher what the narrative is if it really is mental illness. Yeah. Which I, I think we all have some sort of it. 100%. <laughs> 100%. I think we all have some sort of it. So I think some some of the things that Ye does radically is is as part of a mental illness and it does it is documented that he is on medication. Absolutely. Um but look at his lifestyle in, in itself. All them celebrities are on medication. <laughs> all them artists and entertainers, if you travel for a living, they got you on medication. But to sleep, to wake up, to, to wake perform. Up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even the lifestyle that I live is as hell. And I'm yeah. not even there yet. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, I really thought for a minute, I said, man, they're about to neutralize this guy and probably really have this man go crazy. But but this is what the narrative is. Like, look out how crazy he is. So when something yeah. really does happen to him, they can, you know what I'm saying? But Kanye was like, I'm not crazy. You know? yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you the truth. So yeah. it's just crazy how and they can't, can flip that on people. And they can't neutralize him. Will he See, why he's being radical and why it works and why that's the way is because now he's in a position where the position I love the most, they need him more than they hate him. So he said too. Oh man, I tell people that all the time. Like (laughs) when I get to a certain crossroad with them, because I see what's happening here. You don't like anything I do, but you still here. So you must need something I do, certain value I add. You can't live without that. Mm -hmm. You dig? So that shows you how you know 
strange you are on the mental health because you still want to deal with me and clearly you don't like me right you know what i mean right. and you don't and that's my truth you don't have to like me i tell family that friends anybody like you don't gotta like me because of grandma like we can be you if you don't rock with me don't rock with me i'll respect you more for that but don't pretend like you like me and i gotta find out later you didn't you did <laughs> he is good he is good you know what i'm saying let's, let's get into the question of the day you are good man Hey, I love how you will roll right into the question of the day. Yes, question of the day is brought to you by Truman Money. Truman Money is a proud sponsor of Radio 270 and all the programs that you hear on Radio 270. The Uptown Show, Reflection Thursday with Good Life Russ, uh, Pretty and Penny Podcast, which is on Monday from 8 to 9 p.m. And, of course, Brodeology. We have uh, Grassroots coming up very soon. The Pilot Show is next week, uh, which is also brought to you by Truman Money as well. Uh, this has been a great show. Come Get up in here if you guys are just want to tap in 614-754-9881 if you want to be a part of this discussion if you do want to talk continue with the comments or anything like that i know you guys have been sent back just watching us you know um really put things on the table and, and try to work things out amongst ourselves i love the fact that we can create dialogue and 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 even though a lot of times uh what we say piggybacks off of one another we still really don't all share the same viewpoints right. you know what i'm saying so i really want you to understand that is that even though we're putting a lot of things on the table we will push back we will put things on the table that you know tim may say something that you know i may agree with but i'll say okay what about this and let's look at it from this air may do the same thing so i just want to let you guys know that we 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 are three separate individuals who are putting things on the table and we want you to come in with your opinions as well um, question of the day. Let me go back to it real quick. Uh, I just want to quote it verbatim and talk about some of the comments that were on there. Uh, today's topic is about living your truth. And one of the truths is, is why do family bonds and gatherings stop once the patriarch and matriarch of the family passes away? And why isn't that role passed down to someone to keep the family going? Uh, Tim starts the conversation by saying they only stay together because of obligation. So when obligation leaves, uh, they are finally free. And I, I totally agree with that. Tina Johnson says, I think it depends on the closeness of the family. If you are really close, then once the matriarch or patriarch is gone, then the tradition should continue. It's about relationship also. If you have true relationship with one another, then I don't think it should be an issue uh, with still getting together with one another. The reason why we're bringing this up also is that we are approaching the holiday season, and I, I just see a lot of division. Uh, within the family, especially when you look into the deep roots of it, you'll go into the history and say, you know, we used to get together, but after so-and-so passed away or so-and-so died, the family doesn't get together anymore. Uh, Vincent McDougall says, when the matriarch is alive, their main agenda is family, and oftentimes they sacrifice their wants and needs for the family. I believe a family matriarch is a passion um, that is unfortunately a lot of families don't have I'm, I sure do miss the glue that kept my family together and that's what it really is is that um, I remember a lot of times I had a disagreement with either my father or my uncles or something like that and I would really just sign off on them until I got myself together or until I healed and I remember my grandmother inviting me over one time and then me running into that family person and it was almost like okay talk work it out um some of those things can be forced but some of those things have to happen in their own time absolutely you know what i'm saying but um what are your thoughts about that as far as you know we talk about you know the unification mm. of, of of our people and our culture but we don't even have that within our own families mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying 
Why Absolutely. Would? I think we don't have it because we don't have real tradition. And a lot of the traditions we had were circumstantial. So, you know what I mean? Um, there were a lot of fathers getting locked up at the time. So Big Mama cooked for the neighborhood. You get what I'm saying? They had certain motivations to do these things. Like, I think that's what people got to see the bigger picture of. Big Mama didn't just wake up one day like, I'm going to keep the family together. Right, right, right. She, she cared enough and saw enough and was aware how disconnected the family was. So then she became the glue in those places. But yeah. if you don't know, you know, which a lot of us unfortunately were plagued with. If you don't know the real reasons or the family history, you can't fix the family. Right. I can't break the chains that I don't know that are there. So right. a lot of it back in the day too came from transparency. You know what I mean? There wasn't social media. There wasn't as much connectivity through the phone. So they had to be together in person. They had to meet. If this person went to war, was away, you got to come on Thanksgiving. Make sure you're here. And that was Big Mama keeping that together, not because you know, they did it not because they said it, it's because they had that respect and that authority because of how they lived their life. So a lot of people don't step into that role because they don't think the role fits. They don't see themselves as that. They, you're not a person we can come talk to and you're not judging me. You're not a person I can ask you for money and you're not rolling. All right, how much you need? You know what I mean? Like, right. you, all right, whatever I got is your, you know, that, that creates a whole different foundation. So there was a lot of people who got comfortable in that role of being the receiver. And now when this person transitions and you're supposed to take the baton, they don't want their hands in their pocket. They're like, nah, who who giving next? Who cooking next for how You got to do that. If the first thought comes in your head, someone else should be doing this. You do it. You keep the family together. You you know what I mean? So I done those things for my family. We don't have that connection, but I've tried. And that's the best we can do sometimes. Every problem doesn't have a solution. And every problem isn't really a problem. It's just how you looking at it. You know what I mean? So a lot of times with me, um, how I deal with these things is I revert back to like primal instinct, back to what animals do. And animals have different traditions. So some of them leave the nest, create their own family and they gone. Some of them leave the nest, create their own family and we bring it back to make a bigger family. And I think that's what we got away from as black people. We are, Life is so hard for us. Sometimes we try to take the easy way out. Life is so like demanding. We try to hurry up and get to the end. You know what I mean? So we skipped the point where we were going to get our families and bring value back to the family. That's how the family was so strong. And we just was worried about self and accepting whatever the family gave to us. Because I know a lot of friends like that. And this isn't a good or bad thing, but they have a rich uncle, rich aunt. Who they're like, yeah, I could just ask them for stuff. I could, And I'm like, cool, you know, that's great. What do you pour back into them? Oh, no, they don't need nothing. And they don't. Yeah, they do. It could be a conversation. It could be a hug. It could be a good tech, good morning. You know what I mean? That's family. Wait, 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 wait. Can I, can I, okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that's just frustrating. Yeah, go and, ahead. And the, and the reason being is because, okay, we got... Curtis Jackson's son. Yeah. We got... Oh, my God. This is crazy because... I kid. No, no. <laughs> the reason why I'm saying is, like, <laughs> Big Mama never said no to nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is why... It's like, okay, do y'all feel like black progression destroyed tradition? Because that's what I'm saying. It's like... We you haven't really progressed, though. I'm talking... About, but, but, but... We weren't in the in the fifties and sixties. We didn't have that many college graduates. We we were below the poverty line. So once the eighties start rolling around, we yeah. start getting better jobs and things of that nature. Family started, you know. Yeah. Now I got a house. I don't have to go to Big Mama's yeah. house no more. I don't. And like I said before, you could be on heroin, crack, or anything like that. Big Mama would just give you that twenty dollars or cook you something to eat or something like that. Now it's just like man, you go on your own. I mean, you yeah. grown now. I don't have to. And that's why I pose that question: is like once you receive a certain age. Are people? I didn't say people. I don't think no one's obligated to do anything once you're Ever. grown. But does that help stop? 
No. I would say no. And the reason I say we haven't progressed is because, like, even now, college degrees are worthless. So the things Don't that, that <laughs> so the things Jeez. that we thought we were doing to get ahead, to, and a lot of people, again, a lot of people were going to school to get away from their family. So that wasn't the answer. That was the reaction. The real answer is is figuring out, is healing yourself and dealing with your problems. That's why our families are disconnected now because we'll get a family member who does the healing, who wants to change, but then you got this other one who now nah, I don't want to talk about that. Nah, Uncle Droy ain't never did that. And, nah, I don't know. Nah, your money missing, I don't know. They don't want to deal with it. So I can't force you to heal. I can't force you to be my mother. I can't force you to be my brother. I can't force you to be my grandmother. You got to want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that motivation left because they don't want to do that. They never wanted to do that. They wanted Big Mama to do that. They wanted to benefit from it. They didn't want to be Big Mama. You get what I'm right, saying? Right. So now we're upset that there's not Big Mamas. They, didn't, they don't want that. So I can't be mad at you. So that's not a responsibility on me too. I can't be mad at you for not wanting to be my family, even when I think family's the answer. You get what I mean? That's the higher lesson. But now we trying to guilt people into being family. We trying to make them feel bad. Oh, you don't come around no more. We ain't seen you in that. You know that's gaslighting. We don't got to do that to each other. If they want to come around, they gonna come around. You know what I mean? What type of family member are you being for them to come around? That's that's my thing. Like. People now are just asking for stuff, but what are you doing to get it? You feel me? Like, and and for me, like my anybody's money is not my money. Anybody's happiness is not my happiness. If you give any of that to me, I'm grateful. But I was not expecting it. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Because that starts to mess with you mentally. That's the issue. It's not taking money. It's not the fact that 50 Cent's son, I mean, son feels like he should give him more money. The problem is, is what that mindset you're in is really doing to your mental. The things that you don't see that's happening psychologically. You're becoming complacent. Right. You're becoming lazy. You're becoming a beggar. You're becoming a leech. That's how those Ooh, things get started. People yeah. ain't born a leech. They keep leeching. <laughs> and then one day, that's all they see in the mirror is like, okay, I need a man to pay my bills. I need this person to give me this money. I got to work for this person. Even though he's racist and he do all that, I depend on this. You get what I'm saying? It comes from that one little mindset, feeling like you need these people. And sometimes it's imposed because... 100%. It, I agree. But because you, you, you can brag or it's almost... Some even people, some children of famous and rich people are ashamed to say, this is my father, this is my mother. Because naturally somebody will look at you like, oh, they living like this. How, yeah. how are you living like this? How are you struggling to pay your rent? So it's just like he's coming to his father like, Dad, you living like this. Can you help me out? But then, like you said, you know, you 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 give a man a fish. Yeah. He going to keep yeah. coming back. But if I teach you, you know what I'm saying? So where's where's that disconnect? Because Exactly. Because, I mean, you, you really look at the hurt and, and you yeah. really pinpointed the hurt behind this young yeah. man. Is oh, that, he's, he's hurt. Is, is that not only, I mean, if you look at all the outliers. Let me, let me get to Deshaun's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Before that, that passes, Deshaun says um, it's not properly passed down because the next generation never feels ready to step into that role. Like you said, mm-hmm. um, just too young. And not only that, I mean, look at the dynamic. Um, uh, even Bernie Mac had said um, in a joke, he said, you know, back in the day, big mamas look like grandmas. Yeah. They, they don't look like, you know, if you 40 uh, 50 years old and you're a grandma, you know, grandma's like, I ain't babysitting shit. I'm going out. <laughs> I'm not, you know, um, people doesn't realize, as Tim had mentioned, the stress that grandma really carried and never related. I mean, she wore the smile on her face, but, you know, she was really stressed that her oldest was going to prison. Her youngest was on crack. 
that her husband had a whole different family on the other side of town. And she was supposed to wear this with a smile. You was never supposed to understand. And this is why I hate to say it. Now, I don't even hate to say it. I'm going to say it. It's yeah. the truth of you see the woman revolution that you see today. Absolutely. It's because they understood that grandma took everything, took it, took it, took it, took it, until, she, you know, a lot of these women, y'all don't realize that they died of heartbreak. Yeah. They didn't die of natural causes as you think. They died because their heart was broken. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, the daughters and the granddaughters seen all this and understood it. That grandma was silent through all that pain and said, "Oh, that's the Jewish community. Never again. It won't. It won't. It won't happen to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let a man dictate my happiness. I'm not going to let a man dictate how I should live my life. So, like you said, grandmas don't look like grandmas no more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's real. And you know, it takes it to the fact like that time that you know back in the day we used to all give to Big Mama. You know, we used to put all our you know, our sad, our pain, everything. And she used to have to wear that, like, as a coat, pretty much. Uh -huh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's everybody in the family. And nobody is ready to take that type uh -huh. of stand. You know what I mean? And it's like, Big Mama had that whole role to hold up for everybody. You know what right, I mean? Right. And it was that type of glue. And it's like, you know, like you said, like, Big Mama also made people sit and listen. Like, people don't like to learn no more. People don't like to get uh -huh. that quality time no more. So you're not going to learn these lessons. You're not going to learn... You know what I mean? What our family went through, what our family do mm -hmm. today. You're not going to learn them facts because people don't like to sit and listen no more. Like you said, they ready to go, go, go. But every time you come home, grandma right there in that living room waiting, you know what I mean, just sitting and chilling. All you got to do is sit there and come up and listen. And right, talk, right. And that's all it was. And that's you receiving that natural flow of glue, you feel me, from her to you. And you will be that one for yo. I understand where grandma's coming from. You feel me? You'll end up being that one to bring everybody together because you understand you got to take that power. You got to bring everybody else's emotion into play. You are not the only one in this world. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm. And then with Big Mama, pretty much, she takes herself out of every situation. Right. It's everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's her children. Mm -hmm. But don't nobody got that no more because you mm -hmm. can't confide in people no more. People always telling on your bitch, all type of stuff. And like you said, they don't, they don't listen to stuff. So, you know, we can't put that love into you like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We can't sit here and have that type of intimate conversation and you won't have that feel to where you could come back to me and I could come back to you. You know, it's not that type of connection no more. So, mm -hmm. so let me let me address this because yeah. I mean what she's what Aaron's tapping on is that we almost went from that unconditional love but still living in, in, in a toxic way mm -hmm. to maybe a conditional love. We went from unconditional to a, a now conditional love, mm -hmm. which means that if you're hurting me, I don't have to tolerate that. Anymore. Absolutely. I don't have to be around that. So, as you said, that people are promoting self-care and self-love and things of that nature, it's still pushing us further away. So, even though we were living in our toxicity, mm -hmm. we were still together and, and, and formed a bond. Now, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I got my house. I got this house. I don't have to see my brother or sister for three to four years is that healthy or no? Um, I think it depends on your circumstances. The unhealthy part would be not educating yourself about why this is happening. And if this is actually your choice or if y'all just went down a road to where you kept having bad choices, now you're forced to be apart from each other. And once you get that education, that's what creates the connection. Because a lot of times that connection up front was 
y'all weren't really close as y'all thought y'all were. It's just y'all were younger. You always got dropped off over their house on the weekend. So it seemed like y'all was best of friends. And then as soon as that stopped, you wasn't checking for them, asking for them. You didn't care if you got dropped off or not. Yeah. So now that we're older again, it's that guilt saying, well, we should be closer than what we. If y'all wanted to be closer than what y'all are, y'all would have been. So I don't even look at the world like that. If I wanted to do it, I would have did it. So I accept I didn't want to do it. I don't sit here being guilty. I could have, should have, would have. I don't even, I, that, those kind of words ain't even in my repertoire. You dig? Like, I do what I feel like I need to do. In the- you just listened to the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. You can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback and Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. Make sure you're watering your plants, everybody. Subscribe, share, and love.